Hello and welcome to episode 120 of the Bid Picture Podcast. I'm your host, Bidem Yologunde. On this episode, I'll be discussing a relatively new development about a bulk surveillance program by an agency of the Department of Homeland Security in the US that basically tracked the money transfer records of some Americans without a warrant. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. Okay, so according to a U.S. senator and some other government officials, a law enforcement arm of the U.S. Department of Homeland Security participated in a bulk secret surveillance program that collected millions of records about certain money transfers of some Americans without a warrant. So the surveillance program, which is overseen by investigators with the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, collected records of any money transfers greater than $500 to or from Mexico. And all of this is according to a letter that was sent to the Office of the Inspector General of the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, DHS, from the office of Senator Ron Wyden, a Democrat from the U.S. state of Oregon. The surveillance program also collected information on domestic or international transfers that exceeded $500 to or from the U.S. states of Arizona, California, New Mexico, and Texas. So officials at the Homeland Security Investigations Unit, HSI, at the Department of Homeland Security provided the staffers of Senator Wyden with details about the surveillance activity back in February after the Senator's office first contacted the agency seeking information about the previously undisclosed program. So according to Senator Wyden's letter, the briefing was the first time that the U.S. Congress was made aware of the program's existence. So in the letter, Mr. Wyden wrote, quote, Given the many serious issues raised by this troubling program, I request that you investigate the program's origin, how the program operated, and whether the program was consistent with agency policy, statutory law, and the U.S. Constitution. End of quote. Senator Wyden also asked the Inspector General to probe whether Homeland Security Investigations, HSI, was operating similar programs and to ensure that such activities were subject to congressional oversight. So a spokeswoman for the Department of Homeland Security said that the department is, quote, committed to ensuring that our criminal investigative methods are not only effective in combating transnational criminal actors and other security threats, but also consistent with the law and best practices, end of quote. So it couldn't be determined precisely how authorities were using the data at issue, which appeared to solely involve money transfer services rather than banks. So such money transfer services are popular among people who don't have access to bank accounts and are commonly used to send money abroad, such as to family members back in an immigrant country of origin. According to Senator Wyden's letter, the surveillance program's origins date back to at least 2010, when the Arizona Attorney General's office began collecting similar data from Western Union following a money laundering settlement. 
another money laundering settlement between the Arizona Attorney General's Office and Western Union in 2014 included the creation of a non-profit organization called the Transaction Record Analysis Center, also known as TRAC, to host the money transfer data. The letter states that money transfer companies, including Western Union, shared records voluntarily with TRAC until 2019, when its agreement with the Arizona Attorney General's office ended. So during that time, the nonprofit shared the money transfer data with hundreds of federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies, and all those agencies could mine the data for leads without being required to issue a warrant. So when its agreement with the companies ended, the Arizona Attorney General turned to the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, to force the companies to continue sharing data, using its authority under law to investigate people and goods moving across borders. So as a result, ICE issued six summonses to Western Union between July 2019 and January 2022, and also two summonses to Maxi Transfers in 2021. So Maxi Transfers is a money services business that has served the U.S. Latin American corridor since the early 2000s. The company offers money transfer services, bill payments, prepaid long-distance calling, and cell phone top-up services, and its headquarters is located in Irving, Texas. Western Union said it works with law enforcement um, agencies to comply with valid subpoenas and other legitimate requests. The company also said it's committed to protecting the personal data of its customers, and the company takes its obligations regarding privacy very seriously. So the Arizona Attorney General's office, which is currently occupied by Mark Brnovich, who is a Republican, said it uses the federally funded track program to legally monitor international wire cash transfers from U.S. border states to Mexico. The Attorney General said his office does so to combat human and drug trafficking and that it is ironic that during a historic border crisis, this investigation would be the focus of any U.S. senator. So under the program, U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement investigators have collected approximately 6 million records of international money transfers from Western Union and Maxi transfers since 2019. In addition, the agency issued eight customs summonses to both companies, asking them to share all relevant money transfer data for six months at a time. The data at issue is believed to have included names, addresses, and identification numbers associated with senders of the money transfers and the names and addresses of the recipients. Dozens of other money transfer companies have voluntarily shared data through the program. The Department of Homeland Security um, told Senator Wyden's office that those 6 million records collected through the subpoenas amount to about 3% of all the data held by the Transaction Record Analysis Center. The arrangement that involved customs summonses that, that were issued to Western Union and Maxi Transfers ended in January of 2022, two months ago, after Senator Wyden's office 
contacted the Department of Homeland Security. However, other aspects of the program that involved the voluntary submission of records from other money transfer entities still continue. Although the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement has agreed to stop using its summons authority, it still uses the data made available through the Transaction Records Analysis Center for Investigations together with the U.S. Customs and Border Protection Agency, CBP. For example, ICE used data from the project to seize 150,000 counterfeit painkiller pills in Oregon, which were brought to the state by a Mexican drug dealer whose financial transactions the government could track. According to a U.S. government official, border agents and other officials also use the data as part of the process of vetting foreigners who want to enter the country. The official said lawyers at the Department of Homeland Security and officials with its Office for Civil Rights and Civil Liberties are reviewing the department's use of its customs authority to create guidelines so that it is used more narrowly in the future. Privacy advocates who were briefed on the program by Senator Wyden's staff said that it was unusual to be using a non-governmental entity to act as a sort of clearinghouse for data that state and federal law enforcement agencies could access. So to wrap up, I disclosed um, a relatively new development about a bulk surveillance program by an agency of the Department of Homeland Security that basically tracked the money transfer records of some Americans without a warrant. Of course, all of this could blow up sooner or later and inevitably lead to the age-old debate about security versus privacy and everything that comes with it. However, I feel these things would only become more prevalent, especially with the increase in globalization efforts, the expanding digital communication landscape, which includes the arrival of the metaverse, and all the other things that invariably provide more opportunities to collect data that we didn't even realize we had in the first place. So that's all I have for this episode 120 of the Bid Picture Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Bid Picture Podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alowinly Productions. Fact checking by Zara Kuznetsova. Audio engineer Sergey Gorski. Graphic design Stacy Graham. Senior producer Abidemi Ologunde. Executive producers Olufolani Ologunde and Toby Loba Ologunde. Please join me again on the next episode as I continue with a deep dive on cybersecurity's news, events, and incidents, and the lessons we can learn from them for robust cyber threat intelligence and awareness in our daily lives. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Beat Picture Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to bdme at thebeatpicture.com. You can also get in touch on Twitter at BeatPicture, on the Clubhouse app at Beat, as well as on the Wisdom app at BDME. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.